गाइस वेलकम दिस इज द सेवेंथ एपिसोड ऑफ फ्रेश वंस एंड या आई थिंक आई स्टिल लिटल हंग अप ऑन जॉन्स एपिसोड डोट आई मीन इट वॉज आई थिंक टू मच इन्फॉर्मेशन एंड टू मच टू जस्ट टेक इन एंड यू नो हाउ पीपल कैन एक्चुअली बी लाइक दैट एंड आई वॉज वॉचिंग दिस अदर शो ओके It's called uh, Scam 1992. I don't know if any of you all have watched it. Oh, the one it. with the very uh, cool uh, soundtrack, right? Oh yeah, 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 that one, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was watching that, and apart from whatever the story is about, like the story is whatever, it's something like financial scam or whatever it is. There is also one Swami Ji <laughs> in that one God Man in that uh, episode. Uh, sorry, not in that show, and uh, and it. Turns out that even the ex-prime minister of India listened to that guy, and there's all the financial scam that happened, a big scam in India. A god man was actually some part of it and behind it. So you know, to think that even someone like the RBI governor, the ex-prime minister of India, even these people listen to such swamijis and like you know listen to what they have to say and take their advice. So just got me back to John's episode, and I think I'm still like a little bit hung up on that. <laughs> so we're still having the Swami hangover. <laughs> hangover, I think. Yeah, a little that. bit. So I think we should move on, and you should introduce today's so new guest. So this episode, we also have a Swami, <laughs> and uh, okay, he's not a Swami, but uh, but he has in depth in depth knowledge. He has in depth knowledge about uh, video games, anime, cartoons. and he's been a very good friend of mine since 16 years he's been playing games since 25 years <laughs> <laughs> that also means that he was like 2 years of age when he started playing games which is completely fine because tarun we already the, know such people right yeah, so we already know it's, such it's, people. it's normal so let's introduce chetan and let's clap for chetan yeah, actually yeah guys thanks for you can clap for yourself as well <laughs> oh well if you insist <laughs> So Chetan, how has your life been into gaming? Um, so initially, I didn't game a lot when I started because I didn't have a system to game on. Okay. So the actual start of my gaming was probably in back in two thousand six when I bought the PlayStation Two. The play of the yeah, PlayStation Two. Yeah, the PS Two. So mm-hmm. from then I. I've just been buying every PlayStation, so I've never even bothered considering switching to a different <laughs> platform. So it's wait one second. So you've had every PlayStation from two years. So that's apart three. from one that's handheld device called the Vita. So I've had the PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, the PlayStation Portable, and the PlayStation Four now. And, and hopefully five? soon the five will <laughs> yeah, be added yeah. <laughs> if it's available. Yeah, that's so that's the main concern. So what do you keep asking me to give you? Just take one of his old ones. <laughs> <laughs> He's also got the Nintendo Switch. By yeah, the way. I also Dude, have the Nintendo Switch. You're asking the wrong friend. <laughs> <laughs> so because you've been playing for a long time, you've had a lot of knowledge into gaming, and now you've moved into a genre which is pretty much one of the hardest genres in gaming. What do you think? Which yes. is sorry, I'm not saying. Which is uh, Dark Souls? It's a oh yeah, we've already spoken about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So until probably a year ago, I'd say I was a very different kind of gamer because I hated hard games. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I absolutely hated them. If a game was hard, I wouldn't play it. Mm-hmm. Same. And I'd, I'd always <laughs> play a game on easy mode or mm-hmm. max to max normal mode. I would never go past that. Yeah. 
And so the first game made by the developers of Dark Souls that's from software that I actually finished was Bloodborne. And I started the game and I I stopped in midway until a f- good friend of mine uh decided to somehow convince me to get back into it. And okay. once I got back into it the second time, uh, I just couldn't stop the game cuz at one point it felt so frustrating that I can't beat this boss. I was like, why can't I do it? It's just a game. I'm sure <laughs> if I try enough I can beat him. And that's just how I ended up getting into the genre. And now I my first thing I check look into whether when I get a game is, you know, how hard is this game? Is it challenging? Oh yeah. So so, so the grind is real when it comes to these games because Also one second pause. So after 7 episodes of this podcast I think I'm actually following when you guys say Bloodborne, Dark Souls, and and I'm understanding these things because the first episode with Tarun, I was pretty much lost about what you guys were saying. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think this podcast has achieved at least what it meant to achieve, at least yeah, with and, me. Yeah, and I hope the listeners also have an idea by now as to how hard these games can actually be and what Bloodborne means to a gamer, what Dark Souls means to a gamer. Yeah, and what Candy Crush also means to a gamer. <laughs> it does not mean anything. Candy Crush does not mean a fucking Damn it. thing. <laughs> Sorry, can't we? <laughs> yeah, so how many hours would you say you've put into uh, Dark Souls 3? Oh, Dark Souls 3, I've put in about 68 hours. 60, 67 and a half hours for my first playthrough. Okay, for your first, but in total... Yeah so I barely played uh, about 40 minutes of the second playthrough so it's about 68 hours in total. Okay the that's first quite playthrough a, took 67 hours. That's quite a number because yeah. playing 68 hours a game for 68 hours it's it's not something which is less. No I mean there are um, <clears throat> streamers and YouTubers who have done speedruns of the game but those guys have played the game probably 15 times. Uh, because yeah. the main reason why I would say I spent 68 hours and not probably 35 hours is because I just kept dying. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole concept of the game. The more you die, the more you learn. You just keep you dying. You learn the enemy game. patterns and then you avoid the same mistake again. So yeah. dying does teach you in the game. So in one of the episodes you were saying, I think it was in Skyrim when we were talking about, I think we were talking about Dota and when we were playing Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And you said like, you know, even if you have like 500 hours of gameplay, there's something still new to learn about the game or something like that. So yeah. what but even though this game is harder so streamers have still finished it in like the 35 thing, hours the thing is Dota is a multiplayer game hmm. and it has around 150 different types of characters so okay. each character is unique to its own position and the way you play it hmm. and because each player is also when you face another player his ideology of that character will be unique so it really depends on who you're playing against and how is that different from dark souls you Dark Souls it's it's a fixed uh, terrain. So Dark okay. Souls is like it does have like a normal you know your campaign mode and even though say you finish the game in 68 hours or whatever you finish one playthrough there are multiple different ways you can play the game. Firstly you have multiple different classes you can make your character so you can play as say someone like a sorcerer or wizard who uses magic mm-hmm. or someone who uses quick weapons like dual blades and things like that, or someone who's basically like a knight and using strength based weapons and really huge weapons and heavy armor and things like that so you you can play the same game in probably multiple i'd say a good 7 to 8 play styles minimum oh okay 
but the thing with dota is that you know because it's much broader it's right, multiplayer right. at the end of the day so it more involves team strategy in dota because <laughs> yeah. there's no story as such just multiplayer matches that yeah. you have all right all right okay i know a guy who's put uh, 11000 hours into dota 11000 hours of gameplay but he started in 2013 so it's wow. been going on for a while I thought he's been gaming. He's been game for twenty five years as well. <laughs> That's a lot of hours to put into a game. But And you were quite disappointed. Yeah, for Dota, that is a lot because at one point you just get fed up with the game. <laughs> not not the game as such, more more so the community than the game. The community is actually very toxic. Very toxic. In Dota. Yeah. All right. And when we say toxic community, it's it's like when there's a good player who's in your team or who's against you, he will put you down into such a level that. you would just feel bad about yourself <laughs> and you wouldn't want to play ahead because as long as the community is more progressive in the sense that they tell you okay it's it's okay it's just a mistake let's just come back from it but instead the community is like oh fuck you i'm going to come to your house and then <laughs> destroy you and destroy your computer and then i'll make sure you never play this game you bitch you and, cow and those are actual things that are said in the game yeah. just some <laughs> <making> stuff up <laughs> i'm not this making up what you said what I I was just telling uh, Chetan that just last week I was uh, playing Call of Duty Warzone and there was this 9-year-old kid who was abusing me and I, he was just telling me things like you're so bad you're so old and you still can't play oh, uh, <laughs> and I couldn't say anything back to him because I was just like oh shit what is this little kid doing he got you where it hurts yeah <laughs> existential crisis was happening then the funny thing is that i was the one who got him into dota and then i quit like 4 5 months after he started <laughs> yeah, and a, he got out of dota he could stop playing there's a pattern between how both of us play <laughs> games it's he tells me that you should play this game dude it's amazing it's amazing bro this game you should play it and after i play it He stops playing that game, and it's I probably this is the fourth the recent game. I mean, not fourth. Game was, latest game was Genshin, Genshin Impact. Impact. I think yeah. it's happened only with Dota and Genshin Impact. Which other game has it happened? Uh, Demon Souls also it happened, right? I've never played Demon Souls. I played only Dark Souls one, three. A, a bit oh, of okay, yeah, the Genshin Impact. Yeah, yeah, it was Genshin Impact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the game also. Let's go back to the crux of what you guys are seeing. if you are subscribed to a youtube channel and you are watching the video footage it's this game called marvel versus capcom last week we had a poll for hashtag you say it we played where uh, we had asked you what game we should play between marvel versus capcom and uh, dc's injustice gods amongst us and uh, yeah man and then sid was like m gather all the infinity stones and i'm like oh great i'm going to play this game and then he just says no chetan's playing sorry ouch <laughs> 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 yeah there was there was a little bit of uh, miscommunication <laughs> there communication disadvantage there yeah and uh, this game is actually awesome because it's we've never played a fighting genre game in our podcast and uh, most of it is just button mashing but if you know it can get very uh, competitive as well if you know exactly what you're doing but people like me i didn't know what i was doing here that's why i'm getting extremely i'm getting my ass whooped actually so i'm wait, to the right that's doctor strange yeah that's doctor strange and a capcom character called chunli oh, okay from a game called street fighter yeah the classic street fighter you guys know hadouken i hope you guys get that reference that was a good match though yeah 
I really like how Arthur is so tiny, but he's so quick at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and plus, the way he runs just looks really hilarious, <laughs> to be honest. And also, we started. Uh, we had this poll specifically between Marvel and DC because last week, Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League had released. What did you? What do you guys think about? And Sid has just been I'm very obsessing excited. over it. I have <laughs> been obsessing over it because I absolutely loved the four-hour marathon, which was a part five, which was split into part five, uh, I, five parts essentially. Huh. But uh, I didn't even take a pee break. Honestly, I just watched through it all, or four hours of it, and I Whoa. loved every bit of it. So what? And I think uh, just for the benefit of the listeners and mm-hmm. for the benefit of benefit of me, <laughs> if there are any spoilers, I don't think you guys should be talking about it. No, no, no. There, there are. Yeah, have you guys to be watched honest, it? Though? You're the only one in this room who's watched it, right? Yeah, now, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll beat him up. <laughs> I'll, I'll just call my producer here because he's watched it. Please come inside. <laughs> so, what did you? What do you guys think of DC and Marvel? What's the? Let me ask Mahati first. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? when you think of when i ask you something like do you like dc or marvel um i think dc is more you know i think we we've spoken about this as well i think dc is more the characters are more like superhero like they live superhero lives and you know you just look at them and you're like oh wow he or she like looks like a superhero But mm-hmm. then with Marvel, I mean, they also look like superheroes. But then they have, you know, you can mo- they're more relatable in some sense. Like they have a normal life, other life apart from like a human life. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's one of the main differences that I see between both of them. <coughs> And this is from someone who's not a nerd or all these things. <laughs> so yeah, that I think that's the one thing I observe. So you would prefer Marvel. If tomorrow say there's a, a movie coming out mm. on the same day, mm. and it's the only day you can watch the movie, Marvel or DC, what would you go for? I think I'd go for DC. DC. Yeah. But isn't Marvel like according to you more? more it is more relatable, <coughs> but I think the past few movies that I've seen, I've I really enjoyed Wonder Woman, and if mm. you were to compare mm. Wonder Woman to like Captain Marvel, I really liked Wonder Woman better. Mm. and i don't know i've just been un- i didn't like doctor strange very much mm-hmm. i didn't like spider man homecoming very much mm-hmm. so i think it's just been not that good so i, I think i like the dc movies and i've enjoyed them a little more than the mm. marvel movies yeah okay like black panther was nice captain marvel also was black panther was really nice yeah black panther was nice Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I remember what a disappointment Doctor Strange was. It, it was just everywhere. <laughs> Are you also of that opinion that Doctor Strange was I like really like bad? I kind of like Doctor Strange to be honest. Okay, what did you think of uh, Doctor Strange? I felt it was a nice movie. It was a. It was a. I nice mean, I wouldn't say it's it's the best Marvel movie out there. Definitely no, not. No. But mm. it was a nice movie to watch. The the thing with Doctor Strange was that obviously because it relate the entire story is all about time and galaxies. it was a little complicated to understand and they made doctor strange r- really overpowered in the movie but when you compare doctor strange's solo movie to his uh, to his role in the avengers it was really crap like yeah. i was yeah, really he disappointed did he did yeah, nothing yeah the visuals of the movie were really good that that's something mm-hmm. i enjoyed but i don't know i think there's this line between fiction and philosophy and that line was just 
mixing Mi- uh, in this yeah. that movie like mm-hmm. they they said oh you can heal yourself but at the same time they're just showing so much fiction as well mm-hmm. so i think that was too confusing and i really didn't know what was happening right right, right. yeah what so, do you what do you think about uh, the dc and the marvel so yeah. when you tell me marvel <coughs> uh, first thing i would think of is live action and when you tell me dc i would think probably animated movies cuz right. that's mm. where that's the best movies are there exactly and even a few of the dc comics i'd say have uh, really nice stories mm-hmm. cuz i probably read more dc comics as compared to marvel mm-hmm. but marvel has just had a, a great track record when it comes to the live action movies cuz they've just spent so long establishing the entire universe mm-hmm. so true true mm-hmm. but uh, in terms of live action i think yeah dc is in probably in the best place cuz mm-hmm. a lot of it felt too rushed and they tried to bring a movie like the justice league which is on such a grand scale a little too mm. early you mean uh, justice league zack snyder's or no the first jo- justice league Joss Whedon. Yeah, that was, that Joss was, Whedon. yeah that was shit uh, yeah. it, it felt too rushed they they could have probably i, I would have preferred if they said they made a sequel to man of steel mm-hmm. before even making batman versus superman yeah because mm-hmm. i i really like man of steel a lot it was a very mm-hmm. nice movie mm-hmm. And yeah, I've even read the comic good. that it's based off, and it's it's he's gone with the comic for most of the part. Mm-hmm. So a lot of scenes are extremely identical. So yeah. Zack Snyder did a pretty good job, and it's clear that he's actually done some homework, and he's he knows what he's doing in that movie. So the thing with the <clears throat> Marvel and uh, DC, uh, at least according to me, is that uh, even like Mahathir said, even though DC has superheroes which feel like superheroes and they're not relatable and stuff the way the movies and the way the cartoons are at least made it feels like as if they have their own superhero problems hmm. but yeah. the, with the what they show in Marvel is Joss Whedon when he came out with Avengers right it was a huge hit it was an amazing movie all of us loved it yeah that formula was jokes here and there some sort of a relatability i mean probably Hulk going to McDonald's and eating a burger stuff like that mm. so that we we could watch and we could be like yeah okay there might be a hulk in real life who must be doing all of this and we found all that shit funny but that pattern a pattern emerged and they used the same formula in each and every movie and also like what you said about uh uh Zack Snyder's like sticking to the comics right for most of the part at least yeah for yeah. most of the part but I just want you to do this thing okay just go watch a Zack Snyder movie let it be 300 also but that's also based on a graphic novel man mm. of steel batman versus superman and just pause at any moment it the cinematography it will feel like as if it's a gra- graphic novel but when it comes to marvel movies they've corrected it subsequently but when it comes to marvel movies it's all vanilla it's like there's no color correction it doesn't feel like it's based in a movie uh, it doesn't feel like it's based in a comic but it's just based on something that's already happened or that is happening and that marvel was... tends to put too much focus on bright colors i feel because a lot yeah, of the yeah. movies yeah, are like yeah. really colorful. colorful like iron man himself he's like red and gold and and, and that's just really hits you in the face when it's mm-hmm. on screen for example like guardians of the galaxy 2 yeah. and even thor ragnarok they're just mm. very visually bright movies yeah and dc is like just dark is dark. the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. like a dark <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like uh, game of thrones uh, <laughs> one of the episodes in the final season hmm 
and so if you guys were to okay let me just break this down and just tell you that Zack Snyder if you guys were to watch that movie there's a part in the end where uh, he he opens this pandora's box into how the justice league universe can go different directions mm. okay and uh, it's very close to the flashpoint paradox which is an animated movie but apparently warner brothers have stated that they will not go ahead with this multiverse and they oh. want to go with different uh, movies so in that going setting off from there would you guys think that if justice league has done so well zack snyder's justice league warner brothers shouldn't have done that or they should just they write in you know like just opening up new movies instead and making new movies for dc i've not seen zack snyder's cut yet myself so i probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to give you a perfect answer but uh, okay i still feel that cuz i've liked a few of zack snyder's movies the dc movies so if you ask me i would say like give him a chance to continue okay he he does stick to the stories as much as possible which mm. is something that i look for the most what did you think of batman versus superman though so batman versus superman it wasn't a bad movie as such but a few of the ideas the way they were implemented were what kind of ridiculous like obviously the, the famous ma- martha scene <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i mean i'm sure there were multiple better ways to play out that scene mm. but yeah yeah um honestly i didn't understand that part only after he explained it <laughs> it made sense i was like okay maybe that makes sense yeah so like for example there were quite a lot of things i didn't like in christopher nolan's batman trilogy because what mm. he's done is he's mixed up multiple different universes and combined correct, them correct. into one like for example if you've seen the dark knight hmm. when the joker explains how he got his scars hmm. he says he cut his face cuz he was going insane right yeah so what happens in the comics is there is an alternate parallel universe where instead of bruce wayne's parents dying bruce wayne dies and okay. his father becomes the yeah. batman and his mother loses her sanity and starts cutting herself and she becomes a joker. Oh. So he's basically taken two different parallel universes and combined it into mm. one. Oh, wow. Okay, so, I didn't know this. Huh. So that that is one of the things I didn't like. Secondly in the third movie when they show Bane, mm-hmm. that's just a disappointment. They, they just put a breathing piece on his mouth. <laughs> yeah. But in the comics he's like this huge guy who has like this drug called venom that's pumped into him mm-hmm. that makes him like bigger and stronger yeah. and he becomes insanely strong when the venom is being pumped into him but here the guy just has a breathing mask, mask right? yeah. i mean that's yeah like, that, that, that was like a huge <laughs> letdown yeah <laughs> yeah that's interesting because dark knight has received positive reviews all, all over, over place, all yeah. over the place see mo- most of these people aren't people who would like um who who read a lot of comics so mm-hmm. most of these people are probably going to that movie because Christopher Nolan has directed it more than the fact that it's a batman movie because i know a lot of people of are huge Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan fans that's and that's true yeah mm-hmm. i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that he is a good director but mm-hmm. it's just that for me it didn't sit well that a lot of things were mixed up like this and they'd taken away from the origin because the male joker that is there in the main storyline he actually became the joker when he fell into a vat of acid that they've shown in uh, suicide squad 
yeah with so, Harley Quinn hmm. but then again that is also messed up because Harley Quinn wasn't there at the time when Joker was pushed up because mm-hmm. Joker was just a struggling comedian who was trying to make ends meet mm-hmm. and he yeah. decided to make one bad decision and roll with a sort of gang for mm-hmm. one job and in the end Batman comes when he's near the water facet and he's just frightened and walks back he ends up falling into the water facet mm-hmm. so that's how he turns into the Joker that that experience is turned him mentally insane but yeah here this guy is just combined two different storylines all all together mm-hmm. and made it his own no i think this generally happens also with books that have been made into movies i mean there were a lot of adaptations now like yeah. even take harry potter for that example okay. like for an example so even harry potter if you want to read the books and you know the thing is when you're reading you just have a different imagination of it and how you correct, know it is correct. in your head so mm-hmm. it is different from for everybody so correct. when you watch something on screen and if it's not meeting your expectations or you would imagine something you know a certain character to look a different way or a certain scene hmm. to look a different way mm-hmm. but at on screen it does does not meet your expectations or you know reading the books you've just invested so much time into reading the books yeah. you just want you know the exact same because you want you want to feel the same way when you watch the movie as well you right? want to feel what you had that's imagined you imagine exactly true. so i think that's the same like for, like for you as well with the yeah, comics yeah to an extent i agree with you for for the books definitely that does make sense but The thing with comics one aspect of that that's removed is you actually know how the characters look. Mhm. Mm-hmm. There's because, already a pictorial representation. Yeah, pictorial yeah, representation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that part is not left up to your imagination. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So but yeah for movies that are based off books definitely books and novels yeah definitely that mm-hmm. would be a major thing cuz no two people would think the same if if exactly. we read just one chapter you would definitely interpret it and visually in a different way than i would. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. What Zack Snyder did was he took inspiration from uh, Frank Miller's Batman, hmm. a very grumpy old Batman who basically he doesn't hate the world but he's just rugged and he's not even as strong as he used to be when he was a uh, when he was younger. Correct, that's mm. true. That's mm. true. Mm-hmm. So that way, Zack Snyder owed at least the OG Batman fans who wanted to see what from the graphic novel. So that way, he. did some justice to that hmm how do you think these animated uh, cartoons and all these movies are coming out how do you think they differ from anime do you think anime anime watchers and anime fans would feel for such uh, cartoons animated cartoons i don't think there would be a problem with it as long as you don't call anime cartoons <laughs> <laughs> because they're not really the same uh i've had this argument with a lot of people who say you know anime is a cartoon basically and i for one if so cartoons when people say cartoons the first thing most people think is it's something that children watch mm. and now there yeah. are a bunch of anime that i mean if you're making your child watch that you need to be more responsible man example mm-hmm. kakegurui it's the it's the latest uh, uh show on anime on uh, netflix don't make your child watch it because there's a lot of stuff like even there. things like say there's this one anime called deadman wonderland mm-hmm. where in the starting first episode apart from the protagonist he's in the classroom and his entire class is killed graphically and he's the only one and this is the beginning of the episode graphically and there's just like blood all over the place and Wow. And everyone is killed except him mm. and a lot of people end up thinking that he was the one who's done it so 
and it gets very psychological at one point as well mm-hmm. so it's but coming back to the difference between the two i'd say is uh anime is mostly something that's it's more of an asian term i think that's used for animation uh cuz most anime are based off either japanese manga or mm-hmm. light novels mm-hmm. or even korean webtoons and manhwa these days cuz there have been a lot of uh korean webtoons that have been coming out of late and some of them are really good as well also when it comes to anime i feel that the characters are way more overpowered than animated cartoon characters that happens with a certain genre but there you also have an equal number of anime where um you know it's more psychological and it has nothing to do with powers and things mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. uh but yeah it would depend so there is a genre called shonen which is basically the japanese word for boy mm-hmm. so those anime depict like the protagonists who start off in their teen years and uh, sometimes you'll see some characters who are like extremely overpowered sometimes you'll see a lot of times you'll see some who are weak and then they gradually build them up mm. over the episodes so i guess it depends from the writer's point of view okay cuz there is this one anime that's ongoing that i've watched called it's called ari zero starting life in another world so it's basically this guy <clears throat> he gets transported to a different world okay and Every time he dies he resurrects at one particular save point. Okay, like but a he, game. Yeah, but the thing is he has all those memories but the people who he's met along the way they don't remember him. So mm. all the memories that he's formed they're gone. So at one point it just gets so psychological that you see this guy just breaking down emotionally and like mm-hmm. he just doesn't know what to do. This guy has no powers whatsoever. and he's just made to go through death over and over and over again. Oh wow. So in anime basically yeah. the story story lines go in such a way that there are some human there is human psychology and philosophy involved but the entire geography of the anime is not is unrealistic it it's not something that is possible or that can happen yeah in most cases definitely mm-hmm. okay this might seem like a stupid question so pokemon would that be cartoon or would it no, that, be that's anime that is based off a uh, manga that was written so wait so it was then it became a game and then they made a show out of it no the show came before the show right? came before i think the show then came oh. i think in the 90s the show started if i'm not mistaken okay yep no i think uh, it was the other way around the game came no actually when was the first the first versions were the Gold and silver red. came, bro. No, first. that was later. Red and blue came first because that was the first region. So that came in 1980s, no, 1990. Oh, in that case, the games came out first then, because I don't think the anime was there back then, in the 80s for sure. I don't think it's from the 80s. Yeah, it doesn't seem animation-wise. Also, the starting first season doesn't seem like something from the 80s. Yeah, and there was also DBZ. DBZ is one of the most yeah, classic yeah, yeah, animes yeah, yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. So how come those became famous and the other anime haven't? Like, what is it that Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon have? So Dragon Ball Z basically started a genre completely. So it was like everything that came later, people 
credited to Dragon Ball Z saying anime like Naruto, One Piece, mm-hmm. Bleach, everything came about because of Dragon Ball Z. In an essence, it's true with the whole because it was one of the first of of the genre. But uh, if you actually compare quality wise, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, <laughs> but uh, Dragon Ball Z is overrated. Uh- uh, I think you get hate opinion. from me. Unpopular <laughs> <laughs> it opinion. <laughs> uh, mainly because it's very easy to summarize Dragon Ball Z. It involves fighting, powering up, lights, screaming. What do you mean? There's no story. There's no you know, story that's involved. That's actually true, man. That's there is there true. is no story at all involved. I think, and I didn't realize this until so I watched Dragon Ball Z, and then I I wasn't into anime back then. I just watched Dragon Ball Z, and back in college I think third year of college is when I got into anime and I started with Death Note and then watched a few mm. a few ones that weren't really mainstream and popular a lot of the smaller ones and that's when I got hooked on slowly and then I started going into the bigger ones and after watching about 10 to 15 anime I realized that Dragon Ball Z has no story <laughs> you know what <laughs> this is fighting. if I were to compare it to our lives, right? Actual lives. This is how you start off listening to Linkin Park when you're young. <laughs> and then later on, when you as you grow, right? Yeah. You listen to other bands and you're just... You're listening to everything else around the world. Yeah. And then you realize that, okay, Linkin Park wasn't really that good. Dude, there. What's, what's worse is you think they're so good, you make your dad listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I don't remember which song it was, but I, I was just like, Abba, you have to listen to this. Like, it's so good. And then he's just, I think, I remember his face. He's like, okay. Like, you know, it was a rather sad song. And I was in school, dude. And he's like, what is this girl doing? What is, why is she listening to this kind of music? Was it Castle of Glass? No? I, don't, I don't remember which song it was. Yeah, yeah but at in least you end? showed your parents a Linkin Park. I, I, I showed my parents Eminem. Because <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I remember when Curtin what? Call's album I released, I got the cassette. I listened to it all the time, like... So whenever we would like listen to music and all, I was like, okay, I'll put this castle, let's play this. <laughs> and Eminem's just like rapping and just throwing like insults left, right and center. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really think about a lot of things when you get certain ideas. And you're like, okay, check. I like it, so why won't yeah. they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a very logical should, thought yeah, line. should like it. Totally not judge me for this. <laughs> Yeah. Thank God you weren't so comfortable that you actually like you probably stumbled upon porn or something and you're like that. See what they do. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Now I'm starting to think Sid did that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Thankfully, no. The look on his face was a little bit suspicious yeah. right now. I'm, I'm talking about uh, like he's yeah, talking like that. So this is like porn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so moving on, we've uh, recorded uh, Chetan playing uh, Dark Souls. So here's some gameplay from Dark Souls. And since we've spoken about it in this episode, on also in episode 3 with Rahul, we thought it'd be nice for you guys to watch some gameplay of Dark Souls as well. So yeah, and Chetan I- can talk to, talk to us about the game. Sure, so firstly, uh, since you guys already know Rahul, earlier I mentioned that uh, a friend of mine convinced me into getting back into Bloodborne. This Rahul is a very <laughs> same friend. <laughs> so, so Dark Souls is basically a game where they've gone back to the roots of a very old traditional style wherein 
you don't have your option to save at any point of the game. So there are set bonfires where you rest at and save. Hmm. And every time you kill an enemy, you pick up a certain number of souls from them, and that's your currency to level up, to purchase, upgrade. Uh, it's required for everything in the game. Mm-hmm. And if you die, you drop all the souls that you have at that point of time. And then and that's what makes it very hard. Oh, But okay. if you one once you revive, if you go and pick up the souls before you die again, you're fine. You get all the souls back. But in case you do die before collecting them, you they're lost forever, no matter how many there are. So that's what makes the game really hard. Oh wow! But after a point, it's just frustration that you're not able to beat a certain enemy or a boss. Hmm. That causes you to think, you know what? I can do this if I try. So one of the bosses to towards the end of the game, I actually spent three whole days fighting, three and I spent like about a good six hours each day. And at one point, wow. I was just. and i was streaming back then and at one point the stream just involved me screaming over and over again <laughs> out of frustration so we link you uh, to chetan's uh, youtube channel as well because there are videos of and he's also streamed uh, himself play games like borderlands and also dark souls you guys can watch that bit it's quite a lot of fun and you can also hear chetan uh, going ape shit and screaming <laughs> like you just mentioned <laughs> and uh, i guess that brings us to the end of episode 7 yeah that brings us to the end of episode 7 and we've yeah we got to know quite i got to know quite a bit from chetan actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i've i felt like we could have uh uh gone much deeper into anime versus animation and dc versus marvel but uh, this is unfortunately this is the time that we have right now Yeah and but if you guys have any comments or questions or you know anything that you want to tell us and I know a lot of people picked uh, Marvel over DC right Yeah Yeah and if you want to tell us why you did that or your favorite movie or anything just feel free to comment guys and let us know and there are, there can actually be a discussion and I mean if you are you know either DC fan or a Marvel fan you know how much you know one can talk about this Mm-hmm. So yeah we And Chetan has actually in-depth uh, knowledge about all of this since he's watched most of the DC related anime actually all uh, not all? all I think there are a couple of the recent ones that I've probably not watched but most of the older ones yeah I have so, Yeah so he has quite a bit of knowledge about DC and there's also he's got his own reasons as well so let us know guys We're always rooting out for you guys to tell us <laughs> yeah something give us give us that signal yeah <laughs> so yeah you can find us on youtube and on spotify and guys follow us on instagram as well we always have something you know on that page either it's a poll or it's a small quiz memes or memes or and now we've ventured into the reels <laughs> also <laughs> the instagram reels yeah, yeah we had to sell out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i hope you guys had fun listening to this episode and thank you chetan for being with us today oh, it was and great it, being here it was yeah. a lot of fun thank you guys yeah thank you chetan and uh, tune in to our next episode which might come out next week we can't tell you much about it yeah. but We have some well, news. We'll find, <laughs> yeah, find out eventually. You'll see it on our page. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week. Keep it fresh. Bye. Bye.
Bye bye guys. <laughs> and guys, this is the this is an exclusive footage that you see of Jaitan playing and uh, defeating a boss yeah. in it. So uh you can just watch this bit till the end, but the Spotify episode ends here.